The Second Epistle of Paul the Apostle to the Thessalonians, from the New Testament in Modern English, translated by Farrar Fenton. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Mark Penfold. Chapter 1 Paul and Silvanus and Timothy, to the assembly of Thessalonians, in our God, Father, and Lord Jesus Christ, Blessing and peace to you from God our Father and Lord Jesus Christ. We ought rightly to give thanks to God always for you, friends, as it is fitting, because your faith abounds beyond measure, and love fills all of you mutually, so that we ourselves boast in the assemblies of God regarding your obedience and fidelity in all the persecutions and afflictions that you are enduring, as a proof of the right decision of God in having considered you worthy of his divine kingdom, for the sake of which you suffer. Hence it is right with God to repay your afflictors with affliction, and to you, the afflicted, rest, with us, at the manifestation of the Lord Jesus from heaven, with messengers of his power, in fiery flame giving judgment to those not perceiving God, and to those not attending to the glad tidings of our Lord Jesus, whose sentence shall be eternal banishment from the presence of the Lord, and from his mighty rectification, when he comes to be exalted by his saints, and admired by all believers, and he will confirm our testimony to you in that day. To this end we always pray for you, so that our God may consider you worthy of the calling, and may powerfully equip with every noble accomplishment and faithful work, so that the name of our Lord Jesus may be exalted in you, and you in him, by the gift of our God and Lord Jesus Christ. Chapter 2 but we implore you, brethren, regarding the appearance of our Lord Jesus Christ, and of our gathering together to him, not to be easily shaken nor terrified from your purpose, neither by spirit, by word, nor by any letter presented as from us, as though the day of the Lord were near. Let no one cheat you by any such means, for the apostasy must come first, and the man of lawlessness, the son of destruction, must first be revealed." the one who withstands and is self-exalted over and above all that is called divine or worshipped, so that he seats himself in the sanctuary of God, proclaiming that he himself is God. Do you not remember that whilst we were with you we told you this? And you also know the present restraint to his development until his proper time. For the mystery of that lawlessness already operates, only the restrainer intervenes for a time until he is removed, and then the outlaw will become manifest, whom the Lord will destroy by the spirit of his mouth, and extinguish by the manifestation of his presence. This outlaw's arrival will be accompanied by the energy of Satan with all powers, and signs, and terrors of falsehood, and with all the deceit of injustice among the perishing, who accepted not the love of the truth, so that they themselves might be saved." And because of this, God will send to them an energy of error for themselves to make the falsehood credible, so that in every way those who do not trust to the truth, but on the contrary approve falsehood, may be condemned. But we find it our duty to give thanks to God always for you, dear brethren, loved by the Lord, because God brought you a first fruit into salvation by purity of spirit and confidence in the truth into which he called you, through our good message, to acquire rectification from our Lord Jesus Christ. 
Therefore, brethren, stand and secure the charge which you have been taught, either by our speech or letter, and our Lord Jesus Christ himself, and God our Father, who loved us and gave us an eternal consolation and pure hope as a gift, encourage and console your hearts, and establish you in every beneficent work and word. Chapter 3 In conclusion, brethren, pray for us, so that the teaching of the Lord may run and be honored, as it did towards you, and that we may be rescued from bad and wicked men, for the faith is not with all. But the Lord is faithful, who will strengthen you and guard you from the wicked. And we are confident in the Lord concerning you, that what we have commanded, you both do and will do. And may the Lord guide your hearts into the love of God and into the patience of Christ. But we advise you, brethren, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Avoid every brother conducting himself idly, and not according to the direction which he received from us. For yourselves know how to imitate us rightly, because we were not idle among you, nor did we eat unpurchased bread supplied by anyone. But on the contrary, we worked night and day with labor and toil, so as not to be a burden to any of you. Not because we had no authority, but so that we might give ourselves a pattern to you, to imitate us. And besides, when we were with you we commanded this, that if any one would not work, he should not be fed. For we hear of some going disorderly among you, never working, but trifling. But we order and direct such in the Lord Jesus Christ, that they should themselves quietly earn the bread they eat. And you, my brethren, do not abstain from doing good. But if anyone does not obey our order by this letter, mark him, and do not associate with him, so that ye may turn again. Do not, however, regard him as an enemy, but rather correct him as a brother. Now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace in every form. The Lord be with you all. The signature by my own hand, Paul, which is my sign in every letter, I write thus. The blessing of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. The End of the Second Epistle of Paul the Apostle to the Thessalonians Recording by Mark Penfold